RadioInfluence.com. All right, people, it is summer. We are in full swing, which means we're trying to get our bikini bodies going. We want to look the best we can all year. So here to help us and kind of translate some fashion, he loves fashion, loves SoulCycle, and because I stalk his Instagram, I see he likes the beach. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rory Zabbat. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. How are you? I'm great. Okay, so I want you to know, I think in the Northeast, we're all kind of coming out of quarantine. And yes. I have said this before, you were either going to come out a drunk, a hunk, uh, a drunk, a hunk, a chunk, or a monk. You know, because people were either like spiritual, eating, being good, drinking too much. I think frankly, I've come out all of them, like, which is sad. I was hoping to come out more hunk, less chunk. (laughs) Me too. Life life is a roller coaster, right? Exactly. So, okay, you're excited because you get to go back to SoulCycle. Have you been able to get on the damn bike yet? Um, So I was on the at-home bike the past two days, my friend got it. It's so much fun. It feels just like a class. It's amazing. And why would you do that instead of Peloton? Um, I've always been a loyal SoulCycle customer for four years now. It's just completely transformed my whole life. So the moment that that came out, I was like, I have to get on one. I have to see it. And it's just, it's, it's, it's the best. Yeah, I do like SoulCycle. I I describe it, you'll forgive me, as like a gay nightclub. Where, and but the, all the hundred percent, right? You get 100%. to sweat. You're judging everyone. It's dark. It's loud. You don't know if you want to stay for three hours or leave in five seconds. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So one of the reasons why I've called you to this meeting, this very important meeting, is that um, I noticed on your Instagram that you had all this like preppy preppy stuff. And then I noticed right in the front, there was a pair of off-white slides, right? Yes. So I've talked about this, you know, in my personal life. You know, I'm a mom. I have a teenager and an elementary school kid. And this time last year, actually, all my son wanted to do was go to Soho, you know, in New York City, so that he could shop for Supreme Kith, which is K-I-T-H, if people don't know what that is, off-white, bathing ape, and... These are, for people who don't know, very expensive street brands. Is that what we call it? Streetwear? Streetwear? Yes. Okay. And I've said, like, this shit is expensive, is as expensive as Louis Vuitton, Balenciaga, Dior. Sometimes they'll take, yep. like, a Comme des Garçons shirt and put their logo on it. And if I was Comme des Garçons, I would be like, what, what in the name of Paris Fashion Week <laughs> is happening? So... <laughs> For people who don't know what these brands are, what are they and, and who loves them? So, um, like for Off-White, for example, um, Virgil, who does the designing and everything, um, it's more of like an edgy, not so mainstream like Louis Vuitton or Balenciaga and Gucci, but they're made in like limited quantities. So the way that they're priced is because of how much is made. So, you know, um, like the slides that you saw on my Instagram were like the um, like classic industrial belt design that they do that everyone knows, everyone loves. They have keychains, shirts, bags. You know, so it's like, it's kind of like a symbol of like, you know, you know, who what's out there, but it's not the mainstream designers. And so I'll tell you this, 
I went to the Eagles locker room. Uh, I don't know when we were going into locker rooms, you know, like a year or two ago. <laughs> and one of the guys had a Supreme bag. And I think a lot of people at this point have seen Supreme ladies and gentlemen, it's like the white t-shirt with a red block and it just says yep. Supreme, right? Like I think many people have seen that's a thing. Yeah. So I go into the locker room, Rodney McLeod, one of the Eagles players, he's known for fashion. He's got a Supreme duffel bag. He's got a Supreme sweatshirt. Right. And I'm like, Rodney, I love you, but you can't do this to me because now my kid wants this shit. And he <laughs> said to me that if you get on the Supreme app, you get it when it drops, which everyone knows when it's released. He yeah. said the real reason why this stuff is so expensive is that 99% of the people who are buying it are buying it on a secondary market, meaning Rodney McLeod or Rory buys it when it drops and then someone, or you guys are good about it, but maybe, let's say Dave. Dave is on the app all the time waiting for stuff to drop. He gets it at a quasi-reasonable price and then he resells it for two or three times. Right. So, right, is that really what's going right. on? Right, I feel like that's a lot of people with Supreme is like they wait, those customers wait for the drops and they buy as much as they can because it'll sell for double, sometimes triple the price. So are we like, uh, okay, so when I was, you know, in high school, maybe not high school, I think really like college, I think social media, InStyle Magazine, the E! Channel, MTV really introduced luxury brands to middle America, right. right? Like it used to be like Palm Beach, Park Ave, Malibu knew about, you right. know, like, especially like Balenciaga and that crap. Now they all know about it. Um, so I remember in college, one of my girlfriends got like, you know, an Hermes bag for her graduation gift. And her mom justified it by saying, you'll have this for the rest of your life, right? Right. So if Brody Frederick, who I know and love, because he lives right here, if I <laughs> buy his ass a Supreme duffel, that's not going to be with him for even five years, right? I mean, it depends how much they love the item. Some people are only doing it just to resell it because they know it'll be a good investment. But then, you know, there are some people that will buy it because, or they'll buy two and they'll keep one. You know, so like some will, some you will have for the rest of your life if you really do love and appreciate the brands. But then others, I say, you know, if you can sell for double or triple the price, that's a no brainer. So you think streetwear is going to be here for a very long time? I do, especially because of like all the different collaborations that a lot of brands do. Like Virgil from Off White was always known for Off White, but then went into Louis Vuitton. So now it's like collaborations with Louis Vuitton and Virgil, and people freak out. And it's just like Supreme, where they buy all of it at once and resell it, and some keep it. All right. So now let's talk about what it looks like. It's a lot of sweatshirts. A lot right? of sweatshirts. Baggy. A lot of bags. Bags. Um, baggy sweatshirts, oversized. Everything's very big now. Um, Shoes for right now, a lot of slides, a lot of mules and bags. I feel like crossbodies are just taking over. You know, people don't want to hold like a shoulder tote anymore. It's all crossbodies. And, and so are these some of the things that will translate year after year? Because you know how it is. Like, uh, it's really like a 90s look that we're seeing with these baggy everything, right? Right. right. And because we were just last year, the Kardashians and the Jenner girls, they had us wrapping ourselves up like a, like a rubber band in those, <laughs> whatever they were dresses that no right. one looked good in, right? Right. So do you think that the bigger stuff and the flowy stuff's going to stay in? I think so. I think people are done with like the very, not done, I shouldn't say, but like with the tight, you know, like 
sucking yourself into these jeans and stuff. The baggy boyfriend and dad jeans are like coming back with sneakers and, you know, a little sweater or a t-shirt. Yeah, I love it. All right, so let's talk about your day job. You normally work uh, at this bo- wonderful boutique on the main yes. line of Philadelphia, which if people don't know, it's the fancy joint. It's like the fancy suburbs. Um, the place that you work is called Kindred Collective. And the thing I love about it, it is a collective, right? It's like- Right, it so we carry a bunch of different baby. brands. Yeah. Right. How do you blend boho into like a traditional woman's wardrobe? Like, I think a lot of people, they look at a boho look and they want to do it, but they're like, I can't commit to the whole damn thing. Right. Um, I mean, we sell a lot of like boho blouses and shirts that you can wear with just like a simple pair of jeans. And it kind of breaks it up, but still gives you that boho vibe. That's always what I recommend to people. And then what about, so uh, we had you on TV a couple weeks ago and you wore an outfit that was being sold to a woman, even though you're a man. Like, I do love the idea of like pushing the boundaries in terms of like the unisex clothing. And I think boho does that a little bit too, right? Definitely. Um, Like the outfit I was wearing was like a matching, you know, denim set. And the jeans were like a dad jean. So a guy could wear them, you know, with a pair of sneakers. And the jacket, you know, comes down to the waist. So it's not like it's like a cropped or, you know, it's, you can throw it on with a t-shirt if you're a guy as well. Okay. And one of the things that I love is that as the women, and again, it's a summer thing, their clothing is getting a little bit more, I don't know, carb friendly we're allowed to do like flowy stuff big sweatshirts and all that the guys really are wearing like tighter pants skinnier jeans and it's like tight t-shirt thursday is every day of the week now (laughs) i just think with fashion evolving and stuff um guys are taking like a you know some more risks and that just like is coming like especially with these streetwear brands you know, people are, it has a label on it and people are like, oh, I could, I could wear this. I could try it out. Yeah. So talk to me about the personality of the streetwear brands. I think when you, when you think about Chanel, Chanel is very, you know, it's Coco Chanel, right? And it's, it's very right. sleek and black and big sunglasses. For people who don't know these brands, I'm going to give the brand and I want you to like give us a visual of either a celebrity that would wear them or what they mean. So let's begin with like the overreaching one. Supreme. Who is a Supreme person? What does it look like? Um, I've seen like a lot of like athletes wear it. You know, people that, yeah, I mean, basically athletes. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Okay. What about off-white? And off-white I've seen, what, what I've seen about it is like definitely what you talked about where they have like the big strap or whatever you fashion-y called it. Right. But they also will like, they'll take a Chanel bag and like, spray off white all over it that's a collaboration right so who i right um who's who's into that who's wearing that um i feel like off white is a little more of like the edgier person i've realized that it's also been a lot of like younger people so like i'm 23 and i've seen a lot of people that have you know had the belts have the bags the shoes so i see off white is more of like a no, I don't want to say it's all young, but it's definitely like that edgier, fashionable, you know, like 20s to 30s. Like a Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner. Right, like a Kylie Jenner, a Bella Hadid, you know, Bella Hadid, all that. Like if you're going to wear a neon thong in St. Bart's, you also might want right. to compare <laughs> it with off-white slides. Like, right, and like an off-white button down like that. And then 
when you think of bathing ape, which some people call bape, uh, right. when I went in that store, it was like all over the place ages. And the stuff was really cute, but it was like a tie-dye sweatshirt for $472. Right, right. Because they don't make that much, like that many, you know, quantities of it. And I feel like bathing ape is a lot of like, it's, it's a little more edgier than off-white. So like maybe like more of like a skater kind of, Ooh. you know, like trying to think, um, what is his name? Like a Tony Hawk. Really? If, that, if he's been still around. Like I feel he like is, it's yeah. more of like a little more edgy and like more of like that certain vibe. Okay. Off-white, you can play a little more, you know, safe in some sections. Off-white is safer than Bathing Ape? I think so. In my wow, opinion. that's interesting. Okay, good. And then of those brands, are there, is there a brand that you want to tell us about that I have not even heard of? Like, is there another brand that should be on Ooh. our streetwear radar? I'm trying to think. Um, or did I nail it? It looks like I nailed it. I think you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about did. the Kith store, I have to say it like that because it sounds like you're saying Kiss. When you go to the Kith store in New York City, there's an ice cream shop on the top floor. The best. Which Kith is crazy is because so you can't get ice cream on that shit. You're buying like, you know, expensive. <laughs> right. Like, right. So my kid was like, I'm going to get ice cream and shop for some slides and, and stuff like that. So I know that a lot of your customers where you are for your, at the boutique, they're moms. Do you want to yeah. see a mom in any kind of streetwear? I mean, if, listen, if you can pull it off, I 100% support it. I yeah. think there's ways to definitely do it. Like if you were doing a pair of baggy jeans and a t-shirt, the off-white belt is like a perfect addition. It's not that much, but it's, you know, it shows that you kind of know like what you're doing with the streetwear styles. We know what we're doing. And then, you know, now yeah. it's summertime. I think a lot of people, especially because we're coming out of COVID quarantine, you know, people have been ordering online. Um, it was right. funny. We had friends over last night and she came all decked out in a white dress with lace sleeves. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And she was like, well, you know, I've been shopping and nowhere to wear this stuff. But as we go right. into fall, like we always like to think about transitional pieces that we might be buying now that they like, what, where right. do you think we're headed in the fall in terms of like overall fashion? Like what, what is it going to look like? Um, trying to think. I I feel like denim, like jackets and everything are here to stay. You know, if these streetwear brands do tie-dye, it's going to keep, you know, blowing up. Everyone loves tie-dye. And I just feel like, you know, an like a, a lot of animal prints, you know, last fall, zebra and cheetah and leopard, they were all like big, you know, prints. Last and I feel like fall, just gonna when I went back. to the store, I thought I was in a damn zoo. <laughs> White panther, cheetah, leopard. People love it. People love it. Do they love it because they feel that's a sexy way to like push the, I, I mean, I feel like it's funny. I'll see, you know, like the classic J crew. I don't know. Is it cheetah? Is it leopard? It's, you know, camel with the black pump. I think cheetah, cheetah. Yeah, cheetah. So people love to do like the skinny jean, the blazer right. and the cheetah pump. And they think they're right. I think, it, I, think it's, I think it's here to stay. I do. Okay. And tie dye too. I, yeah, people love it. People will buy it no matter what. Well, I think they love it because it does feel like a pattern, but not like crazy florals in your face. Right. And some are like a little more muted. Like at the store, we have some like sweat sets that are muted that people are like, I love tie dye, but I can't have it, you know, in my face. And they just, it's, there's so many ways to do it. All right. All is there out. one trend that you want 
to end, that you are done with this, you want it to go away, none of us ever again should do it. He's smiling. Biker, biker shorts. <laughs> really? I don't know why I can't get on the bandwagon. It, I, it nope, doesn't work for me. <laughs> I agree with you because I feel like, you know, you can wear like a short yoga short, right? Exactly. But when those things go all the way down to the top of your knee, they're like a, a tight, tight Bermuda short, and I can't get behind it. <laughs> and then what about a regular Bermuda short? Like, those are... We're, those I are hear they're coming back. You really? know, I've seen them on a couple people, and I've seen them in a couple stores, and I'm like, you know what? If that's your thing, I support it. I'm here for it. But the biker short has got to go. <laughs> well, and then let me ask you this question. So I have a bunch of friends, not a bunch of friends, one in particular. I won't say her name because I'm sure she's a loyal loyal listener to the Jen Fred America's Best Friend podcast. <laughs> um, but she will wear a skirt, like a tennis skirt. She will not wear shorts. And I'm like, that's the same thing to me. I feel like if you're showing your legs, you're showing your legs. I feel like she right. feels like the skirt kind of like blurs the line of where her butt hits her legs. Does that make any sense? And I guess it is also kind of like a different look. So like the skirt has a little more like movable fabric as shorts are going to be like closer to the leg. So I get that in a sense, but I mean, you're showing your leg, you're showing your leg. You I know? agree. I agree. Okay. So back to the biker short. So I do love that. Like sometimes like when cargo shorts first came out, I yes. was like, I am not buying a pair of those cargo shorts. <laughs> And everyone was like, you are buying a pair of those cargo shorts. I feel like biker shorts is the same thing. There's like some kind of lobby in Washington, D.C. making all of these fashion people try to trick us into it. Like, <laughs> because no one looks good in a biker short, right? Like, not even people who are biking look good in a biker short. I agree. And people are going to wear them with like, like an off-white sweatshirt, you know, and like try to spice it up a little bit. But it, to me, I'm like, doesn't work. It's not happening. And then what about like the Kardashian, the Kardashian Jenner effect on fashion? Like I know I went to Target recently because that was really the only place you could go. They had a whole department of like muted, not leather, but not plastic, like weird, like it's definitely a ripoff of all of the Kardashian, like, you know, monochromatic, sort of tight, could be leather suck that shit in look like that <laughs> what what do we make of that i don't know i mean i feel like with the kardashians i'm a huge fan i love them i okay. think they're you know i think they're great but they i feel like i've always had a say in fashion you know so people will listen i don't know it's some of the things are here some of the things go you know but what do you think about that whole monochromatic stretchy we don't know what the hell's going on look it's okay it's okay. Some people can pull it off. Some people can't. I don't know. Okay. It's So you've said the number one thing that we don't like, the biker short. What yeah. is the one thing in terms of a risk that you wish women would put in their wardrobe, that you wish they would buy, that they're afraid to buy, and you know, because you're Rory, that it would make most women, you know, help them elevate their style? Um... I recent, recently just got into boyfriend jeans. I always wear skinny jeans. I feel like all, a lot of women love skinny jeans. Some are very flattering. Um, boyfriend jeans, I feel like just give something a totally different look. Hmm. And women are kind of afraid to try it because they're like, I'm so comfortable with a skinny jean. I can wear it with a sneaker. I can wear it with a pair of heels. I can dress them up. And you can do the same with a boyfriend jean. Really? 
I feel like, you know, it's funny because we have a friend in common, Elisa Frederico, dressing Jane. Love her. Love her. Now, I mean, fair enough. That chick's got a body that doesn't stop, okay? She's like, she has great boobs. She has a great booty. And there's nothing in between, right? Like, she, right. she has a body to die. And she works at it. She tells people, you know, she works out. She drinks tequila, not pina coladas. You know, she's doing the work. <laughs> right. Um, when she puts on a boyfriend jean, she'll put it, she puts it on with like a belt and like a tank top. It, right. It does look very sexy and fresh. That's what you're right. trying there's to get. So many to way, right. There's so many ways to wear them. You know, you could dress them up like her, put a pair of heels with them or wear with, you know, a white sneaker and a little t-shirt. And like, you know, if you're going to the supermarket and you still want to look, you know, kind of cute. I think that's there's just so many like, ways again, to do that. People are going to know what's up if we're boyfriend jeaning. And do we roll them up always? You or can how do cuff them. I always cuff them. I think it gives it more, especially in the summer. I think it gives it more of like a little summer look to have it a little above the ankle. But, you know, it's people don't won't cuff them. People will. I think it's all a personal preference with that. But boyfriend jeans, right. I think it's something that people need to try. I might try the boyfriend jeans. You know, I have a, I grew up in Florida. So I have a strict policy. As you know, I'm very high maintenance, strict, organized, professional. I'm joking. I'm none of those damn things. <laughs> um, but one of my very strict fashion rules at Casa de Frederico, meaning my house, is I never buy a pair of jeans between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I grew up in Florida. If you even tried to look at a pair of jeans in the Florida heat, you know, in uh, June, July, or August, you, you start sweating like you are in a soul cycle class immediately. Right. <laughs> so I never buy jeans. And then I look at women that have on white jeans, boyfriend jeans or whatever. And I feel like it is a summer look in the Northeast because we are cold because it's not Sahara right. heat, right? Right. And I feel like, especially at night, like going out to dinner and stuff now that we can, um, a boyfriend jeans, perfect. I wore them last night. <laughs> you did? All right. Okay. As we wrap it up, I want to have a true confession about Soul Cycle. So the first class I ever took, it was a 90-minute class. And I was like, this is a lot of sweating and stupidity. Yes. Um, if you guys have never taken a Soul Cycle class, they're supposed to be 45 minutes. I Correct. basically went to some like double dip super Iron Man hero. <laughs> that they do like once in a while. <laughs> and the dude was like, You're doing great. I'm like, I'm gonna die. Um and then, you know, obviously, like the cadence, like the do 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 right. like that's hard to get to. What do you love about Soul Cycle? Um, I just kind of came into my life at a time that I like needed to do something to get my mind off of stuff that was happening, and it was something that I just stuck with, and I was like, I'm gonna get good at this, and I just fell in love with it, and the community, and like everyone there, I've made some best friends. And it's just, it's just like 45 minutes or 90 minutes to like just escape and like get away. All right. How often are you doing it? Um, I used to do it about twice a day. What? Yep. It was an addiction for me. Who has that kind of time? <laughs> it was, I would get up at six o'clock in the morning and I would make, I would just have to get it done. It just made me so happy. So wait, are you taking two showers a day? I take like eight showers a day. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't be that person. I, the, the male showering regime, the, the, the over-showering of the males in the United States, that's a, it's a, and then there's also the under-showering. You guys can't see, but Rory can see me. Clearly, I need to go into the shower, but I wanted to get this done. All right, so we tackled Soul Cycle. 
We tackled street fashion, and we basically fell in love with Rory. Rory, you are awesome. Thank you for being amazing, and thank, thank you for giving you, us a download on streetwear and all those brands. Of course. Stay fabulous. Everybody give it up for Rory! <laughs> I'm Jen Frederick. This is America's Best Friend, and we'll see you next time. Oh, and tell your dumb friends to, you know, listen to this and record it and all that. Bye! This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. I have towels. Oh, my God. Are you telling people about your towels? I have towels that go back to like the 1980s and 1990s. Excuse me. Can I just say that they are not towels? They're not even towels. They're not even rags at this point. They're barely threads. No. All right. Here's the deal. I hate shower towels that are really plush and furry because those typically are towels that don't absorb and they get they just know, push the water yeah, around. You know what I'm talking about? It's they don't absorb a lot of the newer towels. They don't absorb the water and it feels like you're it, it makes you feel cold and the water is still on you and it's not wicking away. So I have these older towels and yeah, Michelle says, oh, I'm going to throw your gauze away. So Michelle calls my towels gauze. <laughs> I mean, they're barely gauze. Right. But can I just say, first of all, what towels are you using that haven't absorbed water off of your body? I, I don't even know. Michelle. I know what he means. Yeah. Well, then you, you guys- use a brand new towel, first of all, you can't grip the thing to rub your body because it's so stupid and thick. And then the secondly, it doesn't. It leaves you cold afterwards. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. No, no. Wh- 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 hold on. Wh- no, no. Wh- why is it the guys know what I'm talking about, Michelle? But you have no idea what I'm talking about. Why is that? That has to do with the washing process. And uh, yeah, that you can't use it when you first get it because it does come away from the factory with some kind of a I don't know slime on it. I don't know whatever it is. It's made of cotton. They don't have slime on it. And it it's also just extra it, furry. And it also depends on the quality of the cotton that the towel is. With. Bottom line is, I want my old towels. Those towels have absorbed nothing. It, it They're takes, incapable of Michelle, There's no, nothing there no, to absorb. No, it, I mean, no, it is literally no, like a couple of threads. It takes. It makes my body, my svelte body, feel good. Okay, your svelte body. <laughs> the MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, MJMorningShow.com, and RadioInfluence.com.